We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hey, welcome to this segment. I am Buddy Shula, and we are here with the Red Shirts. Independent health on this segment, and we're here with Richard Argentieri, who's the uh, Chief Sales and Marketing Officer for Independent Health. And I, I can't tell you, you know, we've talked about this before, but I'm a big independent health person, okay? My company is big, the radio station, every, everything is, is independent health. I, I truly believe in them and the Red Shirts because you know, of the programs they have, of the things they allow, of the, uh, it's just a, a great company. Richard, I want to, uh, first of all, welcome you to the segment. Uh, we haven't been on the year before, but it's nice to have you on now. Thank you very much, buddy. Glad to hear that you're satisfied with independent health. I really am. There's not one thing I'm not satisfied with about, the, you're the, I've always been on independent health. I don't know what, you know, and, and you're local too. Independent health is local. Is that correct? Absolutely. We're the only locally based and operated healthcare plan in Western New York. And you know what? People may say, well, how does that affect other areas of the country? I could tell you, I was just in Florida. We had a medical incident, went to the hospital, showed my independent health card, and everything's taken care of. So, you know. Perfect. Just the way it should work. Exactly. So we're going to be talking about uh, reimbursement and savings accounts that are available uh, to people to help pay for their health expenses, you know, which could be hefty. You know, we're going to talk about things like flexible spending accounts, uh, health reimbursement arrangements, uh, health savings accounts. All of these accounts have different ways to help you pay and save for uh, medical expenses. So first of all, uh, let's talk about the different types here. So I'm going to leave it to you to talk about the first type that you want to uh, discuss. Sure. Thanks, buddy. And yeah, you hit the nail right on the head. There's um, these three really popular and, and common, but sometimes confusing um, accounts that are available to employees or through their employer to help um, set aside money to pay for out-of-pocket expenses on their medical plan, like co-pays or deductibles, or even within the broader IRS rules, some things that might not be covered by your health plan, but are still qualified expenses that can be paid for with um, tax advantaged or tax-free money, um, but it can get confusing. They, they um, in healthcare, the acronyms seem to float around. And so FSAs, HRAs, HSAs, they can get confusing, lots of common letters. Um, you outlined flexible spending accounts. So let's start with that one first. Uh, it's probably the oldest. It's been around the longest um, way for employees at an employer group, if um, their company offers the benefit, to set aside money out of their paycheck tax-free and then use that money in the same year. 
same plan year that the employer is running their health benefit plan on. Um, when they have out-of-pocket expenses like copays, prescription drugs, or medical visit, or if your plan has a deductible to help you pay for the deductible. Um, but in FSA also, that money can be set aside and used for dental expenses. Uh, might be orthodontia for a child or uh, routine filling or um, something of that nature. Um, the, one, the one component that is really commonly understood with flexible spending accounts is the old term, use it or lose it. And principally, that hasn't changed over time. The money that you are going to set aside throughout the year of paychecks also needs to be used in that same year for the expenses as you incur them. So it's not designed to be a long-term savings account. It is really a year-to-year spending account, but allowing you to avoid paying taxes on that money that you know or anticipate you're going to spend on out-of-pocket medical expenses. So it really is a um, taking it out of the healthcare realm and maybe into a, a consumer frame, you know, the old Christmas club account. You'd set aside yeah. money for the year so you'd have it to spend um, at the end of the year buying Christmas presents. Um, this is one that is really designed for a full intention of I'm setting aside this money on a pre-tax basis and I know I'm going to spend it during the year on out-of-pocket expenses. There, is, there are a few new features that the IRS has allowed employers to do, um, roll over a certain amount of unspent money from one year to the next. Again, doesn't accumulate over time. You may be able to roll $250 over if you didn't end up spending it because your circumstances changed, but it's not intended to be a long-term savings account for your out-of-pocket so let me- medical needs. Let me ask you this. So for an FSA, do you have you have to be an employee to get that, right? You could just if you weren't employed but you have insurance, health insurance, but you were not employed, you that's something you can't take advantage of, correct? You're 100% correct. It is an employer sponsored, so you have to work for an employer and the employer has to set up this plan as a workplace benefit for you to take advantage of an FSA. Okay. We're here with uh, Richard Argentieri from Independent Health today, and we're talking about these uh, different type of reimbursements, savings accounts uh, that uh, Independent Health offers. And we're going to go to uh, the second one, which is a biggie. That is health reimbursement arrangements, HRAs, they're called. Tell us about that. Yeah, so this one is uh, unique in, in the fact that this is not your money that goes into a health reimbursement arrangement. Um, this account was created under the IRS tax code um, and under a benefit plan from an employer that would allow the employer to set aside some money for the employee with the specific intent of it being used for out-of-pocket medical expenses. In this case, most employers would set it up that those expenses have to be associated with the health plan, the health insurance plan that they're offering to their employees. Um, a lot of common formats here is you might have a deductible of $1,500 to $2,000 and the employer wants to assist you in covering some of that deductible. So they may set aside $500 in a health reimbursement arrangement. Um, however, this is never your money. It's the employer's money set aside. And should you have expenses under the plan and that meets the criteria they set up, then they're basically going to give you access to that $500 that are earlier referenced um, if you end up having $500 of medical expenses towards your deductible. So it's really employer money set aside 
you're able to access it if you have expenses during that year and those expenses fall within the design that the employer set up for that health reimbursement arrangement. So it, it you can think about it as it's money from the employer for you if you need it, but you're not guaranteed access to it. But when you do use it, it's not considered income to you. So it is a tax-free way, uh, or for the employer, it's a way for them to give you access to money without you having to pay income taxes on that. Wow, I, you know, all my employees now after this interview are going to be asking me about this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, anything that comes from the employer. Uh, but, you know, I mean, that's a great perk, I would think. Um, that's a great perk for, for an employee. Yeah, and it's commonly used in, in many employers um, where they might have a plan that, that has um, a higher deductible level, mm -hmm. but they're trying to balance, um, you know, premiums with, than giving some out-of-pocket uh, comfort should someone have a, a, a bad year in healthcare expenses and, and might need you know $3,000 deductible, that might be a lot to come up with. And so they try to bridge, bridge some of that gap. That's where it's really commonly seen. Well, you know, the, the, the reimbursement stuff is, is awesome. And then there's, there's, then there's savings things as well, like the, uh, called the same thing, the same acronym of HSA, but this is a health savings account offered by independent health. Yeah. And health savings accounts uh, were started back in 2003. So they're really the newest of the group of savings um, tax advantaged opportunities for um, employees. And in this case, going back to one of your earlier questions, buddy, a health savings account is not a requirement and only accessed through the employer benefit plan. So if you're someone who doesn't have employer-based health insurance, but you have a health plan that qualifies for health savings eligibility, you actually have access to save money um, on a tax-free basis, um, even though you may not be working for an employer. So it is one of the most flexible of the three. It's available to those in the workforce and those who may be purchasing um, insurance on their own. And it's designed to have both near-term and long-term benefits for the account holder. Um, it, money that goes in is tax-free as you pull it out for medical expenses towards your deductibles and cost share for copays. That money is tax-free for you. And it's also able to be accumulated over time with no tax on the earnings. And as you continue to accumulate money, most of these accounts have the ability for you to invest some of that money. So not just keep it in a traditional savings account type of vehicle, but you can set some of that money up in an investment account and accumulate earnings over time. And, and that can stay with you for as long as you have the health plan that um, allows you to put money into an HSA. But once you open the HSA, it goes with you for forever. And it actually is a benefit that can be passed on um, should you pass away. So it is the longest and has the greatest value over time um, when you look at spending and saving in a tax advantage way for your healthcare costs. What, what are the contribution limits for that? Yeah. So the um, two things, the contribution limits in 2022, um, if you're a single um, policyholder, the contribution limit is $3,650. If you're a family, you can put up to $7,300. That's in 2022. Now the IRS has announced those levels for 2023 already, and they're going to allow more money to go in. So it's 
$3,850 for a single person and up to $7,750 um, for a family to be able to contribute into this tax-advantaged account. I mean, that's pretty significant. It is a significant opportunity for um, folks to set aside money, um, save on their health care costs, save on the money they would otherwise pay to Uncle Sam in taxes, on money they know they might need to spend on health care. Um, the one requirement for a health savings account is you do have to have what the IRS calls a qualified high deductible health plan. And in, in simple terms, that is a health plan that has at least a $1,500 single deductible and a $3,000 family deductible. And the only things that could be paid for below the deductible or considered free are your preventative services. So if you have a health plan that before the insurance part kicks in, you have a $1,500 deductible as a single person or a $3,000 deductible as a family person in 2023, looking ahead, you can open up a health savings account. You can open it up on your own or through your employer. If they offer that opportunity, it can be set aside, um, open through your employer and payroll deductions going right into your HSA if your employer is willing to set up that, that process through their payroll vendor. Great, great conversation today. Again, we really appreciate the time that you took to be on the segment and we really appreciate independent health uh, the red shirts are always here for you at Independent Health. I highly recommend them. You can go to their website. Uh, what Richard is discussing here can can be found. You just go to independenthealth.com or Google them, and uh, you'll come up to a lot of the stuff that we're talking about today, like these uh, flexible spending accounts, the health reimbursement arrangements, and the health savings accounts. These are really all to benefit uh, the consumer uh, and uh, they're really worth checking into either from your employer or going to independent health directly. So, Richard, I want to I thank you for being on the segment. It was nice to talk about this. It's important stuff for people to know. And uh, we hope to have you back on this segment very soon. Thank you, buddy. And as always, thank you for your membership. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.